You're listening to Watching Too Much Television. Hello. I'm going to do that again without clapping. <laughs> 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 I just went, hello, clipping. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Watching Too Much Television. I'm Connor, and I'm lucky enough to have the insane pleasure of hosting this episode. And as always, I have with me Jacob. Hello. (laughs) 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 And Ash. Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And today we'll be discussing the Midnight Gospel. So just as I say quick background, I did my research. Right, so... The Midnight Gospel is an animated show on Netflix that came out during the infamous COVID lockdown back in April, because you will be listening to this not during lockdown. It is created by the mind behind Adventure Time, Pendleton Ward, and comedian and podcaster Duncan Trussell. The story is based on spacecaster Clancy Gilroy, and a spacecaster is a person that hosts a podcast in space, if you could not figure that out. (laughs) And this is for his spacecast, The Midnight Gospel, which has one fan. Clancy lives in a dimension called the Chromatic Ribbon, where simulation farmers use powerful biocomputers to simulate universes to harvest technology. That makes the show sound so much more complicated than it is. <laughs> Each episode shows Clancy visiting a different planet to find his next space cast guest, and these worlds get wild. Types of these planets include fully medieval times and a prison with tongueless inmates and a zombie apocalypse and a clown world. The interviews within the show are taken from Trussell's actual podcast, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. And while working on Adventure Time, Pendleton Ward heard about Duncan Trussell's podcast from a friend he was working on the show with, and he became interested in the podcast because it was more based on listening to people talking about philosophy. And a year later, Trussell received an email from Ward complimenting his podcast, and Ward later then stepped down as showrunner for Adventure Time and became friends with Trussell, and this is when he suggested that they turn his podcast into an animated series. So the eight-episode first season, it might be the only season, I'm not sure, um, was released on April 20th, and according to Trussell, the Netflix high-ups suggested dropping the season on the stoner holiday, and Ward agreed. Also being Trussell's birthday, they all agreed to release it on 420. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice apparently its reception has been very positive most critics mentioning the last episode of the season called mouse of silver being the most touching and exciting of the show the series has received praise for its visuals animation and the way it deals with deep and philosophical subjects i thought i was going to fuck up with that word so much <laughs> <laughs> i was Smash literally even just before i was reading it out loud like so on what does this word mode, mean I'm too dumb for this show already anyway on Rotten Tomatoes it has a rating of 92% the site's consensus reads that the Midnight Gospel's strange brew won't be for all tastes but those willing to drink deep will find a wealth of vibrant visuals and illuminating insights on Metacritic the season has 82 out of 100 on IMDB it has 8.3 and its season finale scored the highest of any episode at 9.8 out of 10 which is Mm. a rare one for TV the lowest rated episode and the only one rated on the eight was episode two, where Clancy is on a planet populated by baby clowns and discusses death with a deer dog as they head into a slaughterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> on paper, this show is absolutely nuts. 
generally though joshua robinson from thrillist said there's an adult animation and then there's the midnight gospel ign said it pairs a laid-back talk-heavy approach with lavish surrealist animation but much like the podcast episode it frames itself around there's not much in the way of ongoing narrative to reward viewers or justify a binge session so we've already got a good middle ground review and then collider said it's like watching a psychotic lava lamp while listening to your college roommate wax on and off after a week of philosophy 101 and a few rounds of stacking bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think sounds that bad. Well, I mean... I think there's worse things to sound yeah, like. I mean, it's... I'm, I'm sure all of us... But it is definitely an insult. All of us being of that kind of background, like university educated, you definitely can relate to that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, they're just kind of, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. you uh-huh. do get... Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you smoke so much weed and you, you just forget who you are. <laughs> oh, God. Come <laughs> out, come out. He <laughs> <laughs> did not and was not coming from truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Barry B. Benson, mate. The B. Oh, where am I? Where am, oh. I? where am I from? Yeah. Oh um, God. So... <laughs> oh. Let's not revisit that. So in terms of personal relationships with the show, where, where are you guys at with it? How did you hear about it? Did you just see it? Yeah. No. In all honesty, it was literally you told me about it. I had not actually seen anything about it beforehand. Which is kind of surprising, considering how much I'm on Netflix. I don't know if it was one of them shows that just kind of came out and then missed it. Or yeah. But yeah, it wasn't until that you personally recommended watching it and that we were going to do it for this podcast that mm. I actually watched it and then kind of like read up a bit about it. So I actually quite like the idea of the show, with the trippy animation kind of aspect. Yep. I'd, how long did it take you to watch? It took two days, but... Like it was oh, okay. two evenings, so I probably could have done. Oh, it so like twenty four. Yeah, hours. less than that. Yeah. Okay. So because it's twenty minutes an episode, I think on one of them it's thirty, mm. uh, the last one, and it's only eight episodes, so it is not that tasking in terms of a watch, is it? Really? Yeah. What about you, Ash? The chat that me and you were in, Connor, because both want to. I have friends who knew. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam, I think Adam first brought it up a couple of weeks ago before we obviously started to watch him in that gospel. And obviously, then he was space saying, Oh, it's really good. Like, especially the last episode. Obviously, we'll talk about that more later. But yeah, I, I was in the same boat as Jake because I don't really use Netflix that much really anymore now. I'm just like kind of mm-hmm. binging kind of stuff on now TV. But yeah, pretty much basically what Jacob was saying, I literally didn't really hear hear anything about it. The concept sounds good on paper, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, like I said, pretty much. So I this didn't is really the downside hear, hear of us being HBO simps is the fact that we do miss a lot of these kind of shows. Yeah, yeah. But I think, but even with like social media and stuff, I haven't really seen a lot of. But then obviously, I, I guess it's just with you know who you follow. Obviously, you yeah. probably won't really yeah, see exactly. it, and if they're sponsored well, posts, but I haven't really. Well, I haven't really seen anyone talking about it. This is it. it I've had, I think I posted it on like my Instagram story once, and I had one person respond to me and say, like, oh, what did you think of it? Yeah. Right. See, I, I had like four or five people. Mm. When I posted the little the poster, yeah. at the, I had like four or five people just like sad react. Mm. <laughs> no, like it's interesting that you say the social media thing because I literally didn't see it on Netflix. And I follow a comedian called... Christina Pazinski, who goes out with or is married to Tom Segura, mm-hmm. and she plays Clancy's sister. 
Oh, okay. He posted it and she was like, oh, I'm a part of this thing. And then I saw Duncan Trussell's name and I knew him from like, he's a comedian and he's on like Joe Rogan quite a lot. Yeah. And obviously Joey Diaz is in it and Dr. Drew's in it. So on like the comedian podcast scene, it's quite a big yeah. I guess because a lot of them are involved. But to be fair, that's probably another reason I completely missed it because it's the first thing that I've ever heard from Duncan Trussell. I, oh, I've okay. never heard of him before this. Well, I, like ironically, this will probably come under something later, but I've just started listening to his podcast because mm. of it. And okay. I've never seen such a wide range of guests, obviously, because on the show, you don't know any yeah. of them. Bar Dr. Well, for me, Dr. Drew at the beginning. He's like a doctor who has like comedy podcasts oh, okay. and stuff. And he plays the president in the first episode. Mm. Yes. It's an interesting one because I think because of the circles that I try and keep up with, that's the only way I heard of it. But I think a lot of people yeah. are going to miss it. And the only thing that I think is going to be quite interesting is seeing how many people like Adventure Time and Rick and Morty and things like that and try and give it a watch because it's like, by the creator of. Mm-hmm. And then they watch it and they're like, what? I mean, it has the same, in regards to those kind of shows, it has the same kind of visual aspects. Obviously, it being the works of Pendleton. It does show a lot of the similarities as Adventure Time. I think it also... narratively, I don't yeah. think. You know, like, as soon as you get into the podcast, but because I, I... This was actually quite an interesting thing, is that I didn't know anything about the podcast element. So when he just started having a conversation with someone, that conversation was just going on for a really long time. So obviously the first episode of The President, and it's like a zombie apocalypse. <clears> and <throat> it's just a conversation about, like, drug use whilst, like, shooting zombies and, yeah. like, near die, and then, yeah, I guess dying. The spoilers work in this kind of show. It's weird, isn't it? not really like a spoilery show i get okay so that would be the only one then we'll try and say yeah. later. i think what's quite interesting is because where you had that experience of going into the show so you went in not knowing that it was a podcast initially mm-hmm. so your whole yeah, just your whole to... experience of what the show is is going to be completely different whereas when me and yeah. ash went into it well i say that but then i don't know if you knew ash that this was from a podcast yeah, no, I only knew that because Connor said yeah. basically, yeah, it's kind of taken from clips from like a podcast. Which um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think watching it you would know because I think it's done quite well. Well, yeah. I think it definitely draws yeah, the line the, between the it being out, a podcast like, they, and yeah. Because I think the way they the way they like start it because yeah. because they'll do narrative bits that kind of coincide with the story within the show, but then it'll just randomly cut to Durant talking about meditation or something mm-hmm. and then it's like oh okay so there you go but that took me a few episodes to actually kind of yeah because i didn't read anything and i was just kind of For like sure. why are they having these drawn out conversations but once you actually do understand and then you start hearing the theme that they're about to kind of discuss mm-hmm. that's when i think the yeah show started getting really i think the main thing i took away from it was the conversations more than anything if i'm being frank the the actual narrative of the show i could have been hit or miss for me well, so, that's the interesting thing, though. Like, that part is only really a background yeah. for the story yeah. like, and the interviews. So it's kind of just, like, the visuals. And you have to make the visuals make sense. So there's, like, mm-hmm. a, I guess, an okay story. But yeah. the story, the main part is the interview, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think some of, like, the episodes, the animations are quite interesting. Because I think I'm the same with you, Jacob, where some of it was just, like, whatever. But mm-hmm. there, there was definitely some way... I don't know. It definitely made the conversation a lot more, a lot more interesting. Just all the kind of weird shit mm-hmm. that actually like happens. You'd be like, oh, okay, this is quite a uh, bizarre. I mean, but... 
No, I got where we come from. What there mm. was, I know we were we were not going too much into specifics earlier, but I I feel like I just want to kind of touch upon it where we are talking about story. Is the sixth episode Vulture Vulture with Honor? Mm-hmm. I didn't like that episode because it spent a lot of time talking about the story or like what was meant to be going on in this universe, and yeah. It was a little bit lost on me. I feel like because the, the humor of the show, the humor of the story of that show is a lot of existentialism kind of thing where Clancy's struggling with his kind of meaning in life and all, all that. And like he, mm-hmm. I think he's got that typical stoner. It's kind of pseudo Buddhism kind of thing yeah. where that episode kind of focuses a lot on that. And I was just not, I yeah. would have not liked that episode at all if it wasn't for the conversation part that happened. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Is that the one with the, the kind of guy who's like wobbly? Yeah. His name like Dave. Yeah, for the yeah, Dave. Yeah. I actually do agree with you, to be fair. Like, I don't think that was the only episode, because one of my favorites was the one that's like the lowest rated one. Yeah, no, I was about to say as well, like the one where it offices them all, 7.8. The- yeah, yeah, the deer dog. I actually really liked that episode and thought it was quite yeah, interesting. Same. I thought they were like it was just like a really nice look at death and things like that. And especially I, that's why I think the animation kind of works is because you're sometimes when I watch this show, it's quite disjointed, and I either focus on one or the other. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes sure. it matches up perfectly. So with that one, because they were talking about death whilst get, going through a slaughterhouse, essentially, mm-hmm. I was completely into both. Whereas the one with which one was it? I'd say, you know, when they're in the prison yes, and it's eating, I just kept watching it and I never really, and that's a really highly rated episode. I quite like this story for like episode four. Well, not, 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 not yes. really. Like, yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase that. I like for episode four because I, I think the thing was just more interesting because obviously, you know, where they're, when they're in that bar, mm-hmm. it was, I think that's mostly just reminded when obviously we played like D&T during lockdown. Oh, it, that, yeah. it, that, that's the first thing that I literally, <laughs> I've got it in my notes now. So it's like intro in the bars call reminded me when we played D&D in lockdown and yeah. the guy singing is quite funny literally first it came to the head i was like oh my god this is like when we went into the bar it was so sick but yeah <laughs> that guy that just like whistled oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah no i think like the link between sometimes is a little bit difficult and i like when the narrative that well, that's what makes it difficult i it's almost like i can't be pleased like with the yeah. blinded by my end which is the kind of medieval one that had a kind of an actual story to it where the barbarian love lady has to do something and never in these animations do you actually have like a purpose almost it's usually For just sure. like something happening like with the first one the president's just killing zombies and not much really happens. but it yeah. suits the conversation i think it's definitely like the tail end of the season where like the animation really works really well with like the conversations 100 yeah i that, yeah so. like the- and the one with his mum, I think the one with his mum is literally just easily not even. It's like a completely different show. Yeah, it's yeah, it tackles something yeah. a different. But yeah, I think the majority <laughs> of the show, I actually really liked a lot of the conversations, and I found the topics they were talking about really interesting. And I really liked the third episode with he goes on to the Westmen. Three yeah, the guy in the Westmont this three, and his like his like thoughts on like faith and everything. Yeah. I just found it so interesting because if I'm correct, because wasn't he? Yeah, because he he was convicted for murdering three Boy Scouts. Yeah, but yeah, it was like a really really big case in like the nineties. Was it nine? Yeah, 
they were, they were young. But and this is it. What's kind of interesting is I think that's like formed him as a person because listening to him talk was very weird. But I really like the idea of I feel like towards the, the the latter stage of the season, it speaks a lot about Buddhist ideals and like death and like the relationship yep. of it. In fact, I found really changed my perspective on it. What was it? The biggest thing I took away from it, or one of the biggest things that I took away from it in the episode that we were saying with that, I feel bad because I've completely forgotten her name, but Annie. Annie. Yeah. yeah. What the deer no, dog? No, 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 not deer the deer dog. dog. The woman who... The barbarian. When she goes onto the medieval planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Trudy, that's it. So he does an interview with Trudy, and Trudy speaks about Duncan Trussell, spoke to this guy. Yes. He spoke to yeah. the guy, oh, yeah. and yeah. he was like, I had this conversation, that. and it was pretty throwaway. About sizes. Yeah. And then he found out, like, a week later that he died. And then you're like... God, his like some of his last conversations was spent listening to me like basically talk shit, and I was like, "Yeah, oh my god." I mean, that's what I just find them so interesting. Like it, I've never really heard certain parts of death, not even parts. I've never really heard death broken down like he does. Because in the show, like he's doing like that's like a guilt, like a post mortem guilt, mm-hmm. and with the uh, and obviously with his mum, it's like acceptance and how to deal with it. And I've never really looked at death is something that you have to think that much about because for me like it's literally just death has always like terrified me and it's always made me like uncomfortable and makes me not want to do things because of like the death element of yeah stuff. and that's what this show genuinely i was gonna say it's later but like it's it's weird that when i watch this show not a lot of it but they touch upon death so much throughout that when it gets to the last episode i literally just finished and i was like i've now just had this almost life change where it's kind of like don't look at it as something that can ruin your future or change your life, but just accept it when it comes. Yeah. And yeah. that's just, ever since like 16 years old, I've just been like, oh, I'm going to die if I do this. I'm gonna do that. And it's just, it ruins yeah. everything. It was... So once you realise that you accept it and move on and what happens, happens, and it is what it is. Yeah. It's... Mm. It was when uh, she said it's the, isn't it? Death is certain, but the time of death isn't. Yeah. So once you can make peace with that, then like, you could just live your life to the fullest, which yeah. is odd because I never thought I'd watch this. Quite frank, to the everyman, you just look at this show and you're like, this just looks stupid. Like, I'm, it is literally just like pothead kind of stuff. But no, but I mean, but then again, there's, there's been some like animation, like TV shows now where they do touch about like really adult, mm. you know, topics like, you know, Bojack yeah. Horseman, yeah. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is um, an interesting one. It is similar, but it's got a way more like nihilistic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of it as well. They're not actually like it's not taken from podcast such conversation. It's just more just like mm, the yeah. themes of the show, I, I, I think, guess. But I think each one covers like a different topic. Like I think Rick and Morty's a lot more about nihilism, whereas like Bojack's more existential existentialism and like your actual. Oh yeah, worth, yeah, for sure. Whereas like I always, if we're talking and, like addiction, yeah, as well. And- and yeah. if we're talking about Bojack Horseman, I will never like forget that I can't remember who it was who wrote it or who where it was published. I think it was Vice, but I remember yeah. seeing an article where it was like, "Is Bojack Horseman the new Evangelion?" And I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> like, but, rat reference has gone over my head like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't worry. But, um, but, but no, I think it's just more kind of me just saying that. Like, I think there are a lot more like you know animation shows where they do touch on a lot more adult 
adult themes. Yeah. Obviously, it is more for mm-hmm. you know advice for adults, which I think is kind of I don't know. It almost kind of makes it a little the animation where it's almost like it's not tongue in cheek or jokey, but I think it's just because it's an animation. There's so many colors, and for people yeah. I don't know who struggle I'm, with like you know attention spans or whatever. It's always some of the colors like, are so oh, bright. Thing hasn't it? Animated yes. series was always like yeah. a family thing, and then I guess seeing the the change from maybe Simpsons to then let's do an adult Simpsons like Family Guy and then yeah. now you get let's get weird yeah. with it For and sure. this is where we're at because you can do it with live action as mm-hmm. much as you want but it's never really happened with animated and I think now yeah. it's just the norm yeah I think it's like why animation is quite popular for covering these type of topics is I think in a, in this day and age we I think people are very much more aware of these kind of topics and i think our generation especially have these kind of feelings are a lot more prevalent so it kind of makes the idea of discussing these topics and having these feelings a lot more digestible because you are i think a lot of people do hold like nihilistic views and a lot of people hold these kind of feelings but or maybe they have them but don't understand what they are and then you Mm. watch these kind of things and you kind of start to understand like your thought process a bit more and maybe it gets you to evaluate it a bit more so because i it i think this is without being too blasé this is probably one of the first shows in quite a while that's actually really changed the way i think i think it's generally the only one that has for me yeah but i again what my caveat with it is is it the show that did that or was it the conversations that were on a podcast anyway uh, yeah yeah it is that but without the show you wouldn't have heard yeah him. so true. i guess it's both no, really. because sure. this is gonna you'd assume skyrocket his podcast mm-hmm. now because he he has a really interesting way of thinking because at the end of that thing that you were saying about the car the guy died in the car crash after he was talking about since or whatever 15 minutes yeah. afterwards he he said like i want to get better at listening that was his like reply to that is that he didn't listen to this guy who died he just ranted about since yeah and it's nice that you kind of get to know this character but not even a character a guy that wants to learn and educate and you can genuinely hear him listen yeah within these podcasts and like so right so if we get back onto track a little bit (laughs) so just to finish yeah so there's obviously loads of different themes so those themes including religion meditation forgiveness death positivity was a really interesting like term i Mm. thought Like, I've never really heard it, but pain and drug use as well. But why don't we discuss how it looks? We've already kind of touched on it, but if we can kind of go a bit further with it. God, it is, I think, again, is a first. It trips me out. I think the psychotic lava lamp in terminal metaphor was Mm. a good one. I do like it. I like the animation to Mm -hmm. a point. I think there are some things that happen. There's some kind of stuff that can be a bit overstimulating for me mm-hmm. there's some scenes that i'm just like i was just like the, the what like it, it definitely feels like it was something to be consumed after like a spliff like <laughs> yeah i can see where you come from for sure it, yeah you'd assume so but then that's you know people if if the creators are doing or consuming like i don't know what whatever drugs they're doing but obviously like he is he discusses it but i don't know i think when it's kind of made by people that take drugs Mm -hmm. it's way more like 
understanding whereas people that don't take drugs i.e us may look at that and go oh yeah you definitely need to do something for this mm. i don't really know how to put it you know what i mean though like no for sure the colors and the way that it all goes and the kind of nonsensical element of most of well, a lot of it is quite psychedelic yeah i, th- I think the colors look really good and Again, I would definitely, do you know what I mean, if you guys have the money to, like, upgrade to, like, a 4K, like, HDR telly, honestly, see, the colours look it's so, just, like, they look so deep, like, some of the animations are just, like, yeah, the colours just look just so deep, and just, like, even looking at, like, Clancy, it's, like, it's that weird, like, almost purpley pink, and you're just so, just, like, mm-hmm. whoa, that looks really good. I think there is some point where it does get, get a bit weird, but I think that's more just, like, the storyboards and like the plot they tried to revolve in it but I think like how it's shot how it's so how the animation is done I think there's no I don't really think there's any fault for me anyway yeah I mean I think I always found it amazing that you can have genuinely disturbing things happening whilst there's one of the most calming conversations yeah there's a bit where like a fly man is like bludgering a clown the clown is the head on spider legs that's the thing it does it it gets quite violent as well doesn't it i think that's another another thing where he's just a bit like oh okay like like you said when they have these like borderline conversations about whherever the topic is and you and you do you mean if you kind of look for like 20 seconds actually what's going on on the screen if if you do anyway like it's like the first episode where there's literally just like isn't it the pregnant woman she literally sees like her husband like oh yeah literally getting eaten alive and you're just like (laughs) Oh, okay. And then you just hear like the woman talking like, about like enlightenment <laughs> and like meditation. Yeah. And, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then she like joins the conversation or something like really like. Casually. Yeah. And then, and then Clancy and then the, whoever the interview person was, they keep doing the whole like. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that's quite funny. <laughs> but yeah, she's uh, like about to give birth and he's like, start breathing. It's like, no, no, you push, you push. Yeah, for <laughs> so sure. Like, so for good. Sure. Right. So now music and sound design. I'm going to quickly start off yeah. and say, I hate every single song in the show and i'm very glad that it isn't midway through the episode on every episode and they Uh, just start being at the end because then you can skip them i yeah i literally did the same as soon as there was a song and i was when he obviously says oh thanks for listening to my podcast i literally just stopped i was like i'm gonna watch next episode yeah it was not there is nothing good about it like i feel i respect that he's like he's obviously from what I've listened to of his podcast, he like makes music as well. And he's obviously very much in synthesizers. But <laughs> I don't know. I just think there's no point in them. Like, you know where you've got no. like Rick and Morty and most of the songs that they do when they do are either funny or like a part of the thing. So you know where they're doing that like talent show for like the big thing in the oh sky. Oh my God. What does he yes. say? Show What's me main... what you've got. Yeah, Show me what you've got. <laughs> I like what you've got. Like that one, yes, that. Like they do a song that makes sense. This is just like, let's yeah. randomly do a song and the song sucks dick. So it's just like, I'm glad. It's almost over. it's almost like they put it in. The wolf is like, oh, we need to like kind of end it, but not abruptly. We're going to like add, add this song in. Then that's when he comes out of simulation and puts Knighton back on the thingy. Yeah. So, you know, puts Knighton back on the wherever the desk is or whatever, but yeah, honestly, I was like, I, I, nah, I was like, nah, this is not for me. Um, This isn't for me. (laughs) For me, I I mean, I didn't hate it, but like, quite frankly, I zoned out. I was, I think like, you guys had an active, like, you noticed it and it was just like, oh my God, fucking gets on my tits. Where for me, it would just start happening and I just zone out. And I'm just waiting for the next episode because it again, like I just wasn't bothered by it. Like, just yeah. I just it didn't really add anything. 
and then I guess like like some of the sounds they used was were weird and like it suits Shabazz. Nothing about it was like yeah. nothing really. I think, I think me... it was quite clever though. Like they could have chosen not to have any sounds from the plot happening. Mm. If they wanted to just make it more podcasty, they could literally just have it like podcast with an animation, as opposed to they are they're designing for both. So the way that it seamlessly comes in, but there's still like let's say someone stands on someone, like smushes their head, that doesn't happen. But like let's say they did, there'd be the noise, or there's like yeah. gonna be like so. I like it because it does make it less podcasty, gives you something to watch and listen to, and I like it. Yeah, but for sure. Sure. And I, oh no, the main thing actually was that I loved how they'd do the intro, how like he'd enter the simulation yeah. and then like, like just get, have that little short synthy thing for like five seconds, and then just end it. Mm-hmm. But that's quite cool, little transition thing. The transition thing was pretty cool, but other than that, and then, especially when it, he'd like there was the episode where he was supposed to land on the planet that has like loads of orgies, but he hits into the the cat like kitchen. Right, so let's start with Jacob. Problem. For me, I felt I felt like some of the trippy the overly trippy aspects can really take away from what's going on. Do you have a good like example of very trippy? If I'm gonna just go straight and be like let's let's just spoiler klaxon from here yeah <laughs> yeah so spoilers if you can really I it's such a weird show to yeah, say there is spoilers when it is the last episode i loved that episode right but i fucking hated it when he started giving birth to his own mum <laughs> i was like the fuck is going on here like but, why but is this bro, happening i get it it's like a oh it's no but Jacob, rebirth. you don't you don't get it bro you just don't get it no, i don't <laughs> apparently i bloody don't like apparently <laughs> that's I know that's a particular thing to dislike it, but yeah i just think some of it was a bit that i didn't really like or get <laughs> and then there was just some other stuff that kind of happened that was just like what the fuck is going on here there was a lot of the stuff that was going on the one where they're in prison and he's got the soul bird and he's like i'm the soul bird because he can't talk a lot of the stuff that was just kind of going on in the prison i was just like okay i was mm. trying to focus a lot more on the conversation that was so chaotic like you couldn't even kind of get yeah and yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the story itself as i said is hit or miss i i yeah. was i would have rather than went full hog and just animated the whole conversation and rather try and put this story in it i get it's there for a reason really? yeah no i get it's there for a reason it's, it adds a different depth and it adds so you'd rather no simulation no clancy no 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 no. right i like that i like the simulation and i like the clancy stuff but what they're doing during the interview you don't like i don't dislike it but I feel like with some of it, there's kind of like some of the stuff are kind of happening on the side where you're trying to get to know Clancy, Clancy, Clancy. I've been tackling that difference in pronunciation the entire time. Clancy, yeah. as a character, you try to get to know him more and like his kind of relationships and stuff. But quite frankly, I'd rather have it just gone, gone and gone. Like little intro, that's fine. Little skip bit, then head in just go straight into the conversation but sometimes the conversations can have breaks where they have just these weird little skip bits happen during mm. the conversation i was like i'd rather it just the continuation of the conversation and fit more of a podcast because i found the conversation so interesting that when they did have these little parts that kind of took away from it i was like i just want to hear more about what they're talking about like i just don't care for all this other weird stuff that's going I know, on yeah i know what you mean i i think it was really hard because 
there was no consistency with that. No, no episode had one well, very rare. I think maybe one or two episodes had the perfect balance. If every episode was like the last episode, that series would have been well. By by, as we said, by ratings and everything, that series would have been perfect. It would be the greatest show of all. It time. would probably. <laughs> it, you would probably walk away from it being it's like almost it would. They be. didn't know. You know, like, I think it's nice to have this normal routine throughout each episode, which will kind of steer off in different ways. And then you're just hit with this mega ton of bricks at the end. Yeah. And Uh, my only other problem was episode six. Like, I just didn't. uh, Is that the one that you said? Yeah, the one that I was like, I just didn't like it. I just thought. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. I actually do understand what you mean. Like, it is, it's such a particular type of show that's not really happened before. Bar, like, you know, you've got, like, Ricky Gervais' show, but that's just straight-up animating mm-hmm. as, as clear-cut as you can. But this is quite a unique thing, and it's going to be quite hard to, to cater that balance to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ash, what do you think? What's your problems and issues? Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to be frank. I thought this was not very good. I really didn't like it. <laughs> I really liked episode eight. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we'll talk about that later, but yeah, honestly, overall, I really didn't like this show. Would you go into why? I, yeah, I want to start off the bat, like, I get why people do like this, okay. but I'm not really into this at all. Uh, the topics, I honestly could not care about and talk about Buddhism and just, like, drugs. And as soon as episode five, they literally start talking about DM- uh, DMT. Literally, turn- I was like, I'm not watching anymore this episode. <laughs> I don't know. There's, it's, it's really annoying because I really did want to like it because I think the concept it's it's really clever. But I think it's just for me personally because I I think as when you said Connor you knew who some of these guests were, mm. and you know who the person is and sorry and the guests. Yeah. Where I didn't. I I don't know. I mean, I guess you could compare it to a podcast because it's basically just you know cutouts of a podcast. When I listen to podcasts, really, I mostly kind of pick and choose what I want to listen to. Well, you know what you like. With, yeah, 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 but, uh, yeah. I, I know what I like, but this is just I didn't. It just wasn't really for me, apart from mm-hmm. obviously the last episode. But yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, just saying like maybe if I knew who the host was, maybe if I actually did do some research beforehand. So with guests, like a lot of lecturers or teachers or yeah, for sure, people for like sure. that. A lot of authors, and I don't actually know any of the guests. I knew people who were recurring characters. I didn't know any guests, bar yeah. Doctor. But yeah, so if you had people that you knew in it but also the topics don't necessarily need to like they, they didn't really suit me either uh like yeah, I, I don't, yeah i mean cause, i'm not spiritual. i mean that's i mean that's what i kept obviously as i said before it's like i i get it like if you're interested in that stuff then you will like this but i just didn't really care about them talking about drugs all the time i'm you have finished it not, if you didn't know that if you didn't hear that the last episode was really good i literally didn't watch episode five or six I just said to Jacob, I I was literally like, I'm not watching any more of this. And then Jacob was like, no, honestly, watch episode seven and eight. So you did miss five and six? Yeah, I I didn't care. Like, I I know that's probably quite bad. Did you try to watch any of either? Or did you just straight up? Okay, sorry then. So I watched about five minutes of episode five, Mm -hmm. didn't watch any more. And I think the same with about five minutes episode six. And I was like, I'm I'm not watching any more. It just like I said, it's just it's just I think I think just the issue is just the topics. I don't they're not really that interesting apart from Did apart you from was death ones or yeah that's I think like my well the ones I did enjoy the most was the was the last episode. But yeah, I'm a. Uh, it's quite you... interesting that that's the case with us preferring the death related ones, considering mm. we aren't very spiritual. And but I think really... what I. 
I don't know. Like I want to reiterate, like I I really do get why people like this and with the topics, if it kind of interests you and how it's done. Because like I don't think the podcast itself is like is bad or anything. It's just I don't. You wouldn't listen to it. No, well, I mean, if there was more of the like last episode, then I I might do. But I don't know. I just want to keep just reiterating again because I just don't want to get really. I don't want to be like you know get be given shit for it. But it's just the subjects just wasn't. They just weren't really in- interesting to me. And then the, just the animations, I, I I literally, I think I was literally writing in my notes doing the last episode because, I don't know, I, like I said, the animation is good, but it just never kept me really fixated on the yeah. on the screen. I kind of took, I mean, maybe that's more something of mind. I took this more that this was basically just a podcast with just animation over it, but they tried to take out basically like the, the key. It's almost like the best of, of, of the episode, I guess. They take out like right. a twenty-minute segment and put it in there, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's I quite what... cool. Like we all have different kind of viewpoints of what the show is and what it does. I think it's interesting yeah. that how the backdrop of the animation, how how everyone feels so differently about mm. that, and how For it sure. makes you watch it in different ways. Like if you just don't watch it, and then someone yeah. watches it, it gets too engrossed in the animation. Because I'm but... not that with everyone. I think every episode was quite different, but like some episodes, I'd be yeah. way more engrossed. Is happening visually than audibly, I guess. Yeah, but I think maybe that could have been a fault on my end from, you know, for me kind of going into the mindset like, oh, this is basically just a podcast. Maybe I should have gone into it with... So you going in blindly would have... I, do you maybe. Think would have helped, or do you think... Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know it. Put on something, expecting Rick and Morty-esque stuff. I mean, I don't know. I just kind of thought it would have just been like a well, podcast from start. Podcast already, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because but... that's one thing that interests me the most is imagining what people are going to do when they do expect that kind of show. And then they come on and then it is something so drastically yeah. different. Mm. Well, the, well, the thing is, that I, I didn't really realise that so much comparison, obviously, with Brick and Roy until when you were saying, like, oh, basically, Adventure Time creator who did the animation has had comparisons like Rick and Roy and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That was always the difficulty okay. with, uh, again, Rick and but, but then that's a different kind of thing. This is genuinely the type of show that is, you all love yeah. this or you all hate this but, kind yeah. of thing. They eventually did do a season two. Maybe I would look at the guests and be like, I'm just going to pick and choose which episode I'm going to, you know, yeah. watch instead of going into it completely. But I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it just I would like to see, because I've listened to this podcast now and I just straight away went to people. I wanted to hear him talk to people that I already knew. So the comedian. Yeah, and for sure. In that, he's it's quite cool because he brings out. So he there's a comedian I know called Andrew Santino, who I think is really funny. And but quite morbid in a lot of places, but also just so it seems like a nice guy. But they were talking about death loads, mm. <laughs> and I think yeah. it's in that this is a podcast. And you know how like Hot Ones as an interview show is supposed to be the sort of thing to like normalize and bring down and ground the celebrity. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like that. It's almost have re- having real conversations with people who are just usually rich and funny. But now sure. let's talk about death and your relationship with your dad and stuff. Yeah. So I as think... a podcast, I would actually suggest yeah. listening. And I've only. I... It's only first day today maybe if i actually listen to like sorry whoever the guest was if I, maybe if i listened to that maybe podcast from start to end maybe i actually would have been like this is actually really sick but because they've taken like a thing out it's just a bit i don't know not really about it and i think as well there's so, there's so many conversations it's, it's just so one-sided and what's it's just, just when they kind of discuss about like first episode basically we're gonna talk about good drugs or bad drugs whatever, and, then, and then they're just it's so one-sided there's no like for or debate. against it yeah there, there, there's no debate but like i said that's just more of a personal thing and a subjective mm. thing which i, I think the difficulty with that though is that a lot of the time it's him listening yeah yeah for I sure found, i found that it's very like asking questions because you actually hear him listening as well which i find kind of going oh, yeah. but i think 
that's then again i think that's maybe an issue because i like i said got into the mindset with it being a podcast and that's why i kind of you know when i listen to like joe rogan and stuff it kind of debates about yeah when it gets a bit confrontational about stuff but then i know it's that's not if do you mean if you want that this is not the show which i like no, yeah. you know like, yeah. just, i think that wouldn't go but, but this is happening yeah but i think that's kind of also maybe one of the things i quite enjoyed about the show where it's kind of like guests get to expand on their mm. opinions yeah i'm never quite frankly i'm not a massive fan of like joe rogan or like not joe rogan the joe rogan show because i just think it's like <laughs> fucking hurt him. it's yeah. just i don't know doesn't appeal to it no it doesn't every time i listen to it i just feel like god this guy's going on like but, but then that's why i think he does so many different ones where there's there is a lot more variation but he doesn't have like the same person he has a variety of guests which i think yeah. that's why like but then that's lot, almost like why i think uh, that's why i really like midnight gospel to be honest is because it's nice to hear a conversation that i don't have to enjoy because of confrontation but more just because i'm hearing mm-hmm. People that have similar mindsets when it comes yeah. to, I don't no. know, yeah. mental well being and, yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, no. I prefer conversations that develop on agreement rather than well, it's confrontation. Not it? You're not going around fucking screaming at each other, disagreeing yeah. all the time. Like, most of the time, you're talking to people that you are. Yeah. With. But then, like, again, like, see, I'm not anti, like, confrontational conversations like yeah, no. obviously like we're having now like everyone's got that's a different all, that's level. all everyone has though usually is all we hear is confrontation all the time so it's actually quite nice to yeah. sometimes have something that you can choose actively to switch on your brain or not because throughout this conversation not, not this one but during the conversations on the show yeah. i'm either i'm either on or i'm off like and not every episode is good for me but some of them I'm like actively interested. Yeah. I feel um, I feel some yeah. of it like when it comes to it, and again, this kind of leads on to the segments for me are honestly some of the most interesting conversations I've heard. It it gets me thinking a lot. As you said, I'm not a spiritual person. I, I don't believe in God. I don't think there is like a higher power. But it does get you thinking about your own mortality and like how you handle life as it is which no it's just not something i've ever really thought that much about before i just kind of don't know you just wake up and exist and that's that rather than thinking like are you doing everything that you want are you happy in what you do and if you were to die tomorrow would you be able to turn around and go like well i'm pretty happy with what i did because like if i'm being not to take it completely away like this is meant to be a podcast about television, but now I'm kind of going into. Talk to me about how your life sucks. Oh what? God, it's not that my <laughs> yeah. life's bad. Like let's my... do therapy. <laughs> let's therapy. Funny, no. it's a therapy. Yeah, therapy, isn't it? It's like it's literally. I, I am. Love I'm, yeah, I am literally Jeremy running into the funeral <laughs> where he's like. Um, Everybody should. Everyone get should do therapy. <laughs> everyone should do therapy. You should definitely yeah. do therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna become a life coach. No, I. I <laughs> If if I was to oh. die tomorrow, I would be fucking pissed <laughs> because oh, yeah. I'd be so pissed off. What like there are a handful of things in my life that I am happy that I've achieved, and <laughs> quite like I've not had a bad said with a smile. <laughs> I've not had a bad life, but it's just been worryingly mediocre yeah exactly yeah it's been, it's been a six out of ten <laughs> my, yeah, my life my life is trying to think of a good tv equivalent i guess my life is fly on breaking fly, or i was about <laughs> no, no, I'm to, there's a tv show my not. life is 
Friends, like you enjoy what? it. No, Friends is quite critically acclaimed. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah, my life is nowhere near as good as that. <laughs> um, God, I, I can't think of. At least it's not Thirteen Reasons Why. Uh, God. <laughs> yeah. Can we not talk shit about my favourite show, please? <laughs> yeah, fair, I'm sorry. No, yeah. Um... Right, yeah. Mine was more based on the fact that I was kind of similar in a sense where, like, it's not really a negative. It's more like topics didn't sit with me yeah as much because they aren't something that i have ever really been interested in so when it comes to meditation and stuff i think it's more interesting to think about oh is this it hmm, uh, it's hard to say like it didn't make me want to think about it either it i just enjoyed hearing them talk about it yeah i won't change that element but the thing that did change was the outlook on death yeah, no. So, I, but I then agree. that isn't even really a negative. That's just more like personal taste, I think. I mean, I think that's what's same. The same thing with me, though. Is like, it's but just then you didn't like... enjoy a lot of it because of it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's the. I think that's where the differences are quite interesting with the show is the fact that I didn't. I had the same thing as you, where I'm kind of detached from what they're discussing. Yet I enjoyed it. But you know, you're you're different, and I think maybe. Jacob, what was your kind of like... I found the conversations really interesting and I got quite attached to thinking about them. I thought... So, Will, is it something that makes you think about change? Yeah, but what I thought took away from the show was everything else going on. Whereas, like, you guys were happy to listen to the conversation and just kind of Mm -hmm. have it as something to listen to. Whereas, I wish that the animation or like the detours didn't happen as much so I could focus on the conversation and think about it more. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think it's a good compromise though because there is like the podcast is up. You can still listen yeah. to all of them. So I think it's a good yeah. compromise in terms of little excerpts of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. So what else would you kind of put under positives for you, Jacob? I like as much as I don't like the story it's trying to portray, I do like the animation. Mm-hmm. I do like Well I like the style. I like the style really yeah. like the style bar the fact that sometimes it does get a bit trippy for my liking and i thought it's like it it's a really good idea like it's a really good idea to of a way to portray a podcast se- segment i think it's i just don't think it's fully realized or maybe it's just not to my taste rather than mm-hmm. not fully realized and another positive which i'm sure we'll probably talk about in quite a bit of depth in shortly is the episode the last episode is probably one of the best pieces of television I've watched. Honestly, I thought the lot came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Like, I, I'd actually agree with that statement. I've... It's actually kind of strange to think that when I first started it, because it took me a while to finish. Actually, like as a show, mm-hmm. like I started and I watched like six episodes, and I didn't really touch it because I started doing other things. But then by the time I came back and finished it, it's quite interesting to think that I would not have thought that you're going to get that outcome. And you're not going to feel, when you finish the season, I'm not going to feel like Jesus fucking Christ. I'm just going to be like, oh, that was all right. Yeah. That's what I assumed. Sorry, continue. Yeah, no, I just loved it. I, I thought I had such a kind of odd... It was the first piece of television I've watched in ages that made me cry. Mm-hmm. And like even now, thinking about the episode kind of gets you a bit like about it mm. was there uh yeah but we'll, we'll we'll speak more in depth about that in a sec any other positives that you want to say from that Ooh, those were the main things i'd say okay ash ash is i'm actually interested in. not that wasn't interesting 
yeah, the only positive I'll say is episode eight, like straight up. <laughs> I think, <laughs> which is which is really weird because obviously, like, obviously like, like said, I wasn't really that bothered about everything. But honestly, I thought you said it, you liked like, um the the medieval one, or is it just because it reminded you of Dungeons and Dragons? The only bit I liked was like the intro, and the rest of it I was just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> Because obviously it was like it was with his mum. I was like, oh, oh, okay, then this is cool. And then it makes I it think more real, I guess, though, doesn't it? You couldn't, everyone, yeah, because he had someone. I was, and, I, and I think the conversation sounded a lot more flowing as when they're like laughing. I was just like, this is sick. This is yeah. like, if every episode was like this, I'd be like, like, period. But yeah, I would say honestly, that episode alone is probably one of the most emotional episodes I've watched. When I finished, I literally sent a photo of me to Jacob, literally bawling my eyes out. I was just like, <laughs> this is just. Just said, Jake, I was like, I don't know what has happened. I said, I've never been so like, I think it's one of the first shows where throughout it, I've been like, I'm not really that fast. And then the last episode, like literally, honestly, from the get-go, as soon as it says, oh, mum, I was like, this is interesting. That I think that's when everything clicked for me from yeah. that for that episode alone. Like animation, I think, literally had no issues. The plot, I was just like watching everything. Yeah. And then when it's just finished, like I had to take like 10 minutes. I was like, I need to just, just chill. Cause I'm just like, this is so just sad. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's, that's my like positive. Just like episode eight, just flat out okay. really. What about yours, Connor? <laughs> so, I mean, I think every guest did a good job regardless if I liked it or not, or if I yeah. swayed more to their direction or others. I thought every guest kind of smashed it. And I thought they were all pretty insightful. Others way more than others, sorry. And I think some of the voice acting, like the the guy who plays the simulator, I just think it was funny. Like just how he was talking, he kind of sounded like Brian Cranston. Mm. <laughs> and that's my positive. But no, I like genuinely like, I just think I liked being able to kind of come in and out of the show like I do a podcast. Sometimes I'm in and out of a podcast. It gave me that kind of thing. And sometimes it was just pretty like visually stimulating. Like I was a child just like with like a fucking lollipop or some shit. I was just like, For sure. not, not paying attention to anything else. Nothing in the audio, in the site, it's none, none of the conversation. Sometimes I was just literally watching, which probably made it worse because then I was missing the entire point of the show. But I'd say most of it I really fucking liked, like really liked. Even little things, and I think this is now going to go into key points, but I think little things like just li- certain lines that you hear and just go, oh, that was a good one. And like, and it's just part of a podcast, it's not even like it's written. I think that's that's the stuff when it goes really nicely like i think in the episode that you hated jacob when he was talking today mm. there's something like shoving a butt plug in the arsehole of your mind yeah like it's just such a good line and it's nice hearing like actual reactions as well like he says that and then the dave guy does laugh and react and it's nice hearing that and the same to go with the episode eight is hearing a genuine like legitimate mother-son relationship and they're like just laughing and being happy which makes it so much more horrible to know that she was she died like just after that podcast was recorded yeah i think by a matter of weeks and i don't know i i think that genuine element of it and the Mm. genuine emotion of it made it a lot better for me yeah because you know you're so used to in shows of just like in tv you're so used to scripts and everything so perfectly done and i think it's nice to have a bit of genuine Mm -hmm. heart to something yeah and brain you know like you're just listening to genuine conversations and i i I love that so just kind of bring it all together as a little interlude note anchor shat it so we had to kind of start again. So here's the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so I think where I was just going then was something about how it's 
nice to have it's so jarring coming back to this like trying to remember halfway through a conversation yeah like it's nice to hear like genuine actual conversations happening as opposed to the scripts that we're so used to but i think the only other thing that i personally got down key points so i'll kind of let you guys go off but was just pretty much just the line cry in the last one when he's just like how'd you stop a heartbreak she just says cry and then he just cries, and yeah, I was. I mean, that's the saddest because that's when I lost it. I was just like, oh, okay, I'm. Yeah, I'm, when she said that, I was just like, I was like, oh, and then I was just like crying. I was like, oh my god, that's just fucked up though, because like it allows you to find yourself in the nice shit when they're laughing and stuff. Yeah, when they're laughing together, and you're going, aha, I do that with my mom, and then he drops the thing of the cancer pretty quickly well midway i guess says that she has it and she's gonna die and and i don't know it's hearing her be such a insightful and positive mum is was like heartbreaking and then to find out i'm glad that i didn't know she died like a few weeks after the podcast i think another that episode was what was really interesting because obviously they talk about like how your personality changes when you like when you have a kid Mm -hmm. i thought that was just so interesting i mean i don't have a kid myself but i'm a uncle now newly uncle and it's just but like i said before i think why i just like the episode so much is because i completely related to that i was just like you know what like i kind of get what you're saying obviously like I said, i'm know i not like a dad or anything but it's like when you have someone in your family that it's sort of like your siblings or that have a child like i really do think it does kind of it just changes you and when they were talking mm. about like the fingers and the senses and i was just like oh my god so this is like this is so nice and then and obviously when when like the guy literally goes oh yeah so uh you have cancer and i was just like oh oh no this is gonna get really sad isn't it and then the bit where I just completely lost it is when, when at the end where it goes that massive like black hole and they're just laughing so much. And when she just goes like, yeah. like I love you. And he goes like, I love you too. I was honestly, I just lost it. I was, I was, yeah. Like, he says something like, I love you so much, obviously, but you can hear the crap. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like the most saddest thing I've like ever watched. It's like, the most real heard a conversation yeah, have. For sure. I, like, I've never heard someone have, a conversation in that exact scenario with like your dying mum. Yeah, I I almost didn't think I wanted to either, but I'm glad that happened yeah, but because it's it enlightening to what is the best mindset going yeah. into it. It's so just like lovely as well because obviously she's just kind of says like I've accepted it. I, like even now, I was just like oh my god, but you can like it's it's weird, but like obviously I know she said it. But she really means it. She was yeah. just like, well, like I she said said that kind of stuck with me was um let me find it the possibility that there is some kind of force that will take us out when it's time for us to go out is nothing that i can do about it and it's just like fuck me oh. like because if i was in that scenario i'd be so pessimistic and so morbid but so i think here uh, hold this like motherly character the entire time yeah was even more emotional i think just and... to hear her still being like a perfect mum. Yeah, and as well from like the prior episode as well, because obviously at the end of that episode when they talk about his like dad dying as well, and again that kind of like yep. flipped the switch for me. I don't know why, because to be honest, I've not really. I'm grateful that I haven't really had anyone in my like like really close family like die or anything. So I I still have no. I've never been in a position to kind of grieve for someone who's who I've known really mm. you know close dying. But sorry, a bit of time. Sorry. And when he obviously says like his dad's like died and there's like stuff that he needs to do and he just hasn't done it yet. I think that was almost as well. Which is so just like gee 
Jesus. Yeah. You've had it quite rough. And like, it's always the tone that he says it. He's just like, yo, like, dad, if you're kind of listening to this, I will make that basket for the hospice. Like, I will do that. I was just like, oh, fuck, man. That's like really nice, but almost like still mm-hmm. really kind of sad. But yeah, I don't know why yeah. I like the last so much, but they just done, they're, it's think, done so well. <laughs> they're a lot more relatable than the other two. I don't know. I, I found that the last two especially were a lot more and just i think again the death ones were way more relatable for anyone because most people have some kind of fear or issue with accepting Mm. death yeah and i think that's why having this insight was way more interesting to watch and listen to than you know buddhism so when it comes to death especially when it's coming from your mum it all it does is make you just like all i did was think about my mum and that was something that not many shows have really yeah. done, I think, make you... Ones that let alone just make you think, but let alone, or sorry, make you think about very emotional, very sensitive topics. Yes. But also accept those really dark topics and help accept them and move forward and make peace with it, I guess. I think that I... I think it's mad that an animated TV show can make you think like that. I really hope that that episode alone gets an award for something. I I re- really do believe that. I really hope it does get like a really big award because honestly, I've kind of like you said, Connor, that, that I've never really lost it. Really, I think it's just because it's just so real, and I think a lot of it's just is how she actually says it all as well. Just like just the tone of her voice, it's just so. It's still so soothing. It's it's, it's really so that's the best way to kind of say it. It's just so yeah, just calm yeah. and God. She just holds that down still, like even in such a sensitive scenario yeah for uh, sure makes it even harder to hear i think and then it's the fact that you can hear someone that you don't know or you become you get to know over a few episodes or eight episodes and then you just have to hear his last recorded conversation with his mum and it's just like jeez uh, yeah. fucking christ because now i listen to the podcast it does now and i'm like i don't I, all i picture is that conversation it is genuinely haunting yeah. it's horrible it's, but in such a lovely way it's just like the start as well when they just talk about like obviously him being born there just laughing so much it's just yeah. honestly it's incredible although like i said i know i gave the uh, the series a lot of shit but honestly that last episode is just it's not so interesting. like a lot of people aren't gonna watch this and that episode is gonna be missed yeah. by so many people yeah. and i think but, even if you hate that entire thing it's worth watching for the oh, last episode. Uh, 100%. Like, i see no way anyone dislikes that last episode yeah 100 like, percent. i would any... i would even say like, it's worth watch if do you know what I mean if someone's like me it doesn't really care whether honestly either watch it like watch it all so it'll just watch the last episode because yeah. it's just the like... thing is that i think that watching the whole show gives you the context that you won't be weirded out by certain parts yeah <laughs> but, like when he gives birth to his mum, i think you'll be put off so if you watch the whole series you'll be like right i know that there's weird parts i know that this can get a bit trippy but yeah. you do it you become desensitized to yeah. the weird shit, and when you see it it's just mm. heartbreaking 100 percent. jesus I'm sad now. Yeah, I, I need to. Uh... I literally what day as well. So yeah, <laughs> God, you're a you're a mad it's been man. A horrible Anna. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're insane, bro. <laughs> Do you guys have any key points you'd like to discuss in any way? No, I think um, it was mainly that the, is the, the last episode. I, that, I think. Yeah. I, kinda, I think. I think. Yeah, no, I think the last episode really hits hard. I think for me, it was even harder because it reminded me a lot of my mum. And the thought of, like, I can just imagine that's likely how she would handle it. You guys know from me personally, like, the actual relationship I have 
like the amount that I love my mum is like insane. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, thought, big, big up Vicky. The thought yeah. of te- I'm tearing up now thinking about it, but the thought. <laughs> well, don't do that. the thought of that. The thought, the thought <laughs> at some point is that no, that no. is something you're going to have to handle and have to deal with. Yeah, is but I think it's, it's something it's... I. But that's why it's such mm. an amazing episode because it does help with thinking about the acceptance of it and yeah. the. Because she says, like, she'll literally, like, she might leave the physical plane, but she will, like, always yeah. love him. And I was just like, fuck For sure. this. Yeah. <laughs> like... I think the big thing to take away from that last episode as well is when she actually, well, obviously, when he goes, like, well, you said it before, kind of, but, like, when he goes, like, I don't, how am I going to deal with this when you leave? And when mm-hmm. she just says, just cry. Yeah, it's okay. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. I think mm-hmm. that's such a, I don't know. I mean, I can imagine when, you know, my well, to be fair, my my parents eventually like you know leave the surf or whatever. You're just like you know what it is okay to cry. Like I don't know. It's so weird because it's like you should be allowed to cry, but because she's because you know his mum says like it's okay to cry. You're just oh shit, yeah, it, it is okay to cry. It's okay to be upset of something really traumatic that will happen in yeah. all of our lives eventually. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I think that that's also the thing is that like everyone's gonna have to have that at some point you know you yeah. might not be close to family member but at some point that is gonna happen and yeah. i think it's a really good case of this is how it can go if you yeah. want it to go this way because when do you yeah. ever get the kind of insight to it because you never know before it's gonna happen and how you're gonna react and it could be quite a dark what's quite dark. interesting as well i think you can view it a lot from the point of view of someone who's going to have to handle it. Like, we're viewing it from the yeah. point of a collection of sons who have to handle a parent dying. But you mm. never think, like, what if you watch that episode of someone who knows they're going to die? Or whose parent yeah. has died. Yeah. That's I've, interesting when I find... Yeah, both, I actually, think, to be fair. Because I, I found it quite interesting when she was talking about it. And, like, how are you so calm how have you and i think Mm. what was it she said it's like i know it's happening so i can just live life to the fullest you know you're going to die you know that and i think that's it links back to earlier on where it's i think because you know she's made that peace with herself because she knows she's going to die and it's got that date whereas what Mm. is why people don't live their life to the fullest is because they spend a lot of their time not thinking about it because as we said earlier on date of death death is certain when you go isn't so that's why a lot of people don't process it and do what they want and Mm. they haven't got because you don't process it so you don't live life to the first i guess so yeah i think it's an interesting case study for that kind of thing as well to handle it and as you said someone who has had a parent die there's probably a lot of cases that people have thought they handled it terribly or not handled it the way that they Mm -hmm. wanted to yeah i'd love to hear what that general um, feedback is from someone who has lost a parent especially i don't know he was in his late 30s and i mean that's still she's clearly too young to die so it's interesting to hear what that must be like for someone whose parent prematurely dies not of like age but yeah no absolutely insane episode and if no one else do you have anything i think episode sevens i quite enjoyed as well yeah so i think that was yeah, because that was more when the guest was kind of talking about, like, the financial gain from, like, death and funerals. And obviously they were talking about, like, death and, like, the sawdust as mm-hmm. well. But I... And again, I quite liked it because I think it, in a weird way, kind of prepared you for the last episode. I was about I don't to know, say They're talking about, like, death. Like, the last episode is going to be just really... It's going to fucking hit you hard. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I liked episode seven again as well. It's just you know, and the especially yeah, yeah, the latter, yeah, the latter end, yeah. But you know, I think it's just because I was more interested about the 
but it's just the bleak reality of death, really. And it's I think the interesting thing is if we look at it like a TV show, which it is obviously, but if you looked at it like a podcast and how podcasts can be good or bad, yeah. depending on, but with this being a TV show, you don't get the pick and choose element of podcasts. So going through all of it, the odds are if you go through his actual podcast, you're not going to enjoy all of them, but the occasional one's going to be incredible. So yeah, it's a tough one because it is the, probably the first mix of TV and podcast since podcasting's become a big thing. Because Ricky Gervais show is basically the only one I know. A lot of podcasts also do like clips where they do cartoons and stuff. But yeah. again, it's not even remotely the same. But yeah, so are you guys good to carry yeah. on? Yeah. So in terms of additional content, we've spoken a lot about the podcast, but do we think... Because it ends in an interesting way. Does he die? I think it's leading to that way, yeah, that he dies. So do we think there'd be... Jacob, do you agree with that or no? Yes, I think he is dead. But I think that it probably will lead to more. I don't know. It's pretty much endless in terms of how you can do it. Yeah. They've already put... It's like how when films and that add like multiverse to the time frame, it means yeah. that you can essentially do anything mm-hmm. you want. You know, he's going to have endless people to talk to. Because all he has to do is make up a character that goes around the podcast that he's already done. So it won't be impossible. I think it's open-ended. So if it ended with that season, it would have been a really good ending. But if it carries on, it carries on. And it makes sense still. Yeah. I love that ending, actually. Where he says to the old guy. And he's just like, just be here. Just be here now. Like a phone or something. Like he did it from a while away. And then that guy died as well. Oh, so sad. Yeah, so probably another season, (laughs) do you reckon? Yeah, 100%. There would be a... Would you watch the second season? Hmm. Would you just hear if someone went, oh, there's an episode that's as good as the last one? Oh, but, but then again, when people say that, like, you know it's not going to be... No, but there's, good. there's good, there could still be, like, a very good one. You know? I think... If you knew that there was an episode that was very good, would you? Yeah, I'd, in all honesty, I'd probably wait until you guys watched it, and then if you were like, it's basically more the same as the first season. But mm. there's one, there's a couple of episodes that are really good. I'd probably just listen to really good episodes. So I don't know. To answer your question... Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of rules you out of rewatch as well. I yeah, guess. the only episode would rewatch. rewatch the last episode. Yeah, I'd watch seven and eight, but that's it. I wouldn't okay. watch the other episodes for sure. Makes sense. Well, you haven't even seen some of them. So, yeah. no, um, no. <laughs> Jacob, I assume you're going to be watching the second season if yeah, there is one. I'll definitely check it out because there's definitely room for improvement. So hopefully, it'll only get better. I do want to try and listen to the actual podcast. Duncan Trussell Family Hour, if I'm correct. Duncan, Duncan, Duncan yeah. Trussell Duncan, Family Hour. Is this appropriation? Is this well? <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to give it a chance. As far as rewatching it goes, I mean, I probably if I'm with someone who wants to watch it. Yeah, I don't think I'm actively gonna watch. Like, I love the last episode. I think it's amazing. I think the last two episodes are really good. But I don't think I'd be watching them out of choice unless I was with someone. Yeah, I mean, that's I just what don't I want to put to yourself oh, through it again. <laughs> like, I put if unless I'm showing someone, I wouldn't really watch it. But I think the last one I'd watch if I wanted to feel a certain thing. If there was like you know when you have like an exact thing that you mm-hmm. want from something that you're about to watch. If I knew that that was the only thing that was gonna tickle that fancy in the most morbid sense that's when i probably would yeah. but other than that i actually wouldn't because i rewatched yeah, it all yeah. today obviously it didn't take very long and i think because of that it did kind of show what could be rewatched and what couldn't you could very easily break down which ones are rewatchable and which ones aren't most of them aren't 
I mean, most of them are, but you just yeah. wouldn't. That's the main thing. So with top three, that's going to be interesting because I didn't actually realise how much Ash hated the show. <laughs> so we are all unanimously going to say eight is yeah. the best episode. Yeah. So if, Jacob, you could fill in uh, the top, top three. three. Probably, yeah, Mouse of Silver, episode eight. Turtles mm-hmm. of the Eclipse, episode seven, while he was talking to death. For me, probably episode four, yep. Blinded by My End, which is the one where we're truly, truly, yes, the, truly the lovely yep. barbarian. By the way, that guy, you know the villain? Yes. He like swallows people with his ass. So weird. I love it. Etrude! Sounds like Dexter from oh. thingy. Dexter's laboratory. The, the, the mug. <laughs> what was that? Diddy. <laughs> Ash, top three, if you can. I think you did only watch three. Same as Jacobs. Eight, seven, and four. Exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'd go eight and then four. I'd add two, which is the mm. deer dogs and discussing death on the way yeah. to the slaughterhouse. I also thought the clown babies were terrifying. Yeah, so. they were weird. Right, well. We're kind of coming to the end now. So I guess all we have to discuss now is your overall summary and would it be a recommendation or not? And what? how would you put it in one line, basically? Yeah, no, I really enjoyed the show. I feel like if they do a second season, which I think will happen, I would like them to commit to more about actually focusing more on the segments than trying to do all the story. Yeah, and I'd most definitely recommend this as a watch but if you're not going to watch if the whole thing if you look at it and you're just like this ain't my cup of tea i would stay at least watch the last two episodes because i think those they they are just some of the maddest conversations you'll ever hear mm-hmm. okay and after yeah i mean i would re- recommend it because i didn't like it. it doesn't mean someone else would i don't know i'd say to them if you like the subjects they talk about obviously you know like boo deism <laughs> boob um, we're gonna say boobs yeah it, if you like boobs you'll, you'll love this <laughs> just talk about obviously like kind of like psychedelic drugs dealing with death or something i would be like yeah just watch it if you don't like that stuff then you probably won't like it really if i would say something to some of the show it's just fucking love your mum god damn it <laughs> <laughs> what about you connor yeah, i mean I- I think it is down to what you like, but if yeah. someone told me that there'd be this trippy show about mindfulness and meditation, I wouldn't watch it. But I did, and I really liked it. So it's hard to say if it's your thing, but I think overall, yeah, you know what you like, and if that is the kind of thing and you're not going in expecting every other animated show, what that kind of stuff does, this is very unique in that sense, and yeah. it depends. Also, if you've never, because there's going to be people that have never even listened to a podcast before, you're not going to like this, I don't think. Or maybe it's a good introduction to the world of podcasting. Or maybe it's just it's a bit of a hefty one for it, but maybe. Yeah, it's I'm definitely sure it going in. It's definitely going like in the deep end, isn't it? If you haven't like, listened to podcasts or anything before, this is definitely like, yeah, this is quite. It's very hundred percent, isn't it? From unless the you know about these topics well. Yeah. Uh, or you're kind of into that kind of thing, then I think it is a bit heavy. 100%. Well, there you go. We've got all differing opinions, and, you know, what's our go-home line going to be from this, then? (laughs) Oh, I guess there's only one. I think that's it. There's there's only... um, Yeah, love your mum. Yeah, no. Yeah, I've only got two two sign-off lines for this one, lads. I think I love your mum, love you, Vicky, and... A through D... (laughs) 
God's sake. Good God's God. sake. Yeah, love your mother. Yes, yes. Love your mother. Please, everyone. And love, love everyone else's mother. Love your mother. And love Jacob's mum as well. Oh, oh yeah. My oh. God. We yeah, love your mum, yeah, Jacob. Like, we do. We, yeah, 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 yeah. Billy, <laughs> Billy's going to hear this. Hey, Billy. Billy's going to hear this and he's going to beat your ass. <laughs> nah, me and Billy are nice, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,